Has your rent roll been smashed by sales in the last few years or you're starting from scratch or you just need to go to the next level? Welcome to the Top Growth Podcast Show where we're going to give you effective ways to accelerate your growth. Now, for 40 different ways to grow your rent roll, get your hands on our new book, The PM Lead Secrets. Just go to rentrollgrowthnow.com. That's rentrollgrowthnow.com. We've paid for the printing. All you've got to do is pay for the shipping. Take care. Hi, everyone. Darren Hunter here. I'm with Michael Sands and Dennis Youssef. This is the top growth podcast show we've just renamed the pm growth expert show we wanted to go in a different direction and quite frankly you guys have been coaching people now for how long how long have you been coaching um property management businesses for do you mean for this particular course that we're doing or um like how long how long have you guys been coaching rent rolls to, to to grow Darren, it's it's almost ten years for me now. It, my ten years is in a couple of months. It's um yeah, it's crazy to think about it. So for everyone, we just want to we wanted to change direction and just focus on the topics that Michael and Dennis go through when they're coaching businesses on how to grow their rent roll. And right up, the first thing I said to, to Michael just before we started is what are the top three strategies that get the most results right away? And so we're just starting off with one right away. And we're going to be looking at the four keys or the four growth strategies on how to grow more with your current clients. Um, so I'm really excited to get into this because Dennis, I know that you guys have got some amazing results already from teaching this to, to, to people working in rent rolls. And um, particularly it, it comes to mind with Mel and Pat in, in, from the, the, the rent house in yep. Auckland. Um, quickly, what, what happened with Mel and Pat when they implemented this? That it was a it, it's a it's a very interesting topic this one Darren because it's an easy one for us to to really warm the people that we're training into calling people right because the idea of a BDM is you've got to be out there prospecting you've got to be out there doing activities so we always talk about do the activities on your current clients you know so it, it's actually because you've got permission to call them they're easy calls it's a good warm way of introducing people to actually start doing activities outside of the daily ritual of property management you know this one works as effectively well when you don't actually have a bdm and you're training an office um, to to start prospecting work on what you've got but this one worked really well because um, they identified a whole pile of landlords they didn't even know they had it was crazy to think well, I've got the numbers here, Dennis. That out of 450 properties they were managing, they called their owners mm -hmm. uh, using the techniques we're about to go through, and they identified 220 properties that they didn't manage, and then went on a course over the next, you know, how how um, long time to bring it across. And I think in their first year, they were sitting on about 30 percent of bringing those properties across, which is amazing. I, I just, you know, take my hat, hat off to them with the results of being able to get by using the strategy. Well, Darren, the return on investment they got back just in that one strategy. And, and Michael, do you remember um, they freaked out because all of a sudden they realised they had these leads and they didn't know what to do? <laughs> I, I think, I mean, you know, one thing they're going for them, they had the confidence to actually pick up the phone. But how many people do we meet with 
frequently mm. and one they're too scared to pick up the phone because they're so worried what the other people are going to say when when they pick up the call yeah and, um also to those that actually you know have the um the confidence to call people that a lot of them are saying the wrong thing like they're not actually when they're calling that first time they don't have that right scripting to kind of ask or probe or you know see if they've got other investment properties or where they actually sit Mel and Pat were, I guess they were fortunate, right? So they started the coaching sessions with us. We gave them the words to say to break the ice. There's a few different scripts we gave them. Hmm. And yeah, because not every call is going to be the same. And so we worked through a few different variables, but they had that confidence and they were able to work out, you know, so many of their owners had other investment properties. I mean, you know, you pay X amount for, for business coaches, right? But the gain, not only in revenue, you know, frontline revenue that they'll get in cash flow every month, but also the book value. Yeah. And then you've got the compounding value of every new management that you bring in. It's exponential. Like, it's just it's just insane. So oh, much absolutely. so that Mel and Pat keep, you know, they keep asking questions and they keep pinging and, you know, it works. It just works. I, I actually recall, Michael, that... Um, they weren't getting any traction. They weren't getting any, you know, at the beginning. They, they, it wasn't going anywhere. So we actually, we spent a whole session on giving them those different scripts and different angles and different things to say to those owners, you know. Do you remember one of their biggest objections, like why it wasn't going to work, was because of where their office was situated. They thought, right. know, we, we can't get leads, you know, we, we've, we've got our office in a premium location, but we're not getting any traffic going by. We just... We don't know. And we're like, well, you know, well, let's start with uh, what, what, what we do know. Yep. And, and and they did it. And then all of a sudden, the location of their office was irrelevant. Yeah, that's right. Darren, do you know what the key was that Michael said then? Yes. Three letters, three words. They did it. Yeah, they, they did, did it. it. They found the time. They got past their fears. They picked up the phone and did it. Most officers can't even do that. They're too busy, being busy, being busy. And yeah. on the hamster wheel, that just keeps them away from growth. So, look, moving on, just before we get into the four keys, I know you guys have got some good scripts of what to say to owners when you first pick up that phone that's going to you know, get that interest going. Um, but, Michael, you raised a good question before. What do they do if they don't have current owners? What if they're starting their rent roll from scratch? What can they be doing instead? Yeah, this is a common question where you get people that are either new in the industry and, you know, or they're going out on their own and they don't know who to call. I mean, you know, a prime example, I guess, let's take me. When I left the previous business back in um, around 2008, I started my agency fresh and I couldn't call any of my previous um, friends that I had kind of brought into the previous business. And I was a little bit stuck. And what did I do? I was I started to call like strategic alliances, and um, I I have this um, database builder, a database builder. So I have a list, and it helps you gen. It helps you think creatively of anyone that you can call to help build a database. Right? Who can you call? Let people know exactly what you're doing because back then social media wasn't what it is now. And you know, now you can stand on top of any soapbox and people are going to see you in some capacity, but it makes me feel old. What are we now? Okay, almost mid-2023. Let's date stamp this. Um, 
So back in 2009, I had to call like lawyers, accountants, financial planners just to get my name out there and start to get that ball rolling. And initially people were like, yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. No, nice to know who you are. We're already dealing with other people. Um, but, you know, I didn't have other current clients to call. I ended up having a friend that had reluctantly never wanted to give me his property because he didn't want to sour the relationship. And he was living over in the Middle East. And I flew over there to sign the agreement. That one, that one momentum, that gave me the confidence to, you know, build up more. Not everyone has that luxury to jump on a plane, Darren, to yeah. go to the Middle East. But yeah, I think that there's no reason. If you haven't got current clients, Start branding yourself out there with strategic alliances. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's get into this, guys. So, uh, firstly, what are the best happy points, the touch points? When's the right time and occasion to call owners? Because a lot of people out there are afraid of picking up the phone. They might get yelled at. But what are the the best times um, and occasions to be picking up the phone Mm. for this strategy? Well, there's a couple of things you've got to look at before you just pick up the phone. You know, it's um, firstly is, you know, you're potentially going to get opposition from property managers. If you're a BDM, um, they're not going to want you calling their clients, A, because they could be, you know, brushing some wounds under the carpet. <laughs> that or, 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 or hiding any fires. <laughs> you know, they're, hiding no, they're the able to hide the smoke so far. <laughs> yeah, you know, because these owners, you know, you, you've got to be considerate to them as well. And, and we see this all the time. They're not phone calls from your current client, from, uh, from their property managers. The only calls they're getting is um, rent are in arrears, maintenance, tenant moving out, tenant doesn't want... Tenants ask for five dogs, three cats, a caravan and five motorbikes or something, you know, that they're not actually getting um, calls to build relationship. We call them income producing calls. You know, it's not a no reason call because the real estate agency has a reason to call them, but it's a no reason call to the to the owner. It's really just about reconnecting. So you've, you've got to go through the list, Darren. Anyone is in your ears, anyone going to tribunal, a property vacant, you know, that, that's a couple of examples um, or, or maintenance that there's a struggle that's going through, you know, um, you know, or if you've just had a, a new tenant, okay, they've got a really new tenant or it's a transfer from another agency, they're good calls, they're happy moments. That's when those owners are in a really good position, you know, especially if you've just got a testimonial or a Google review. Call that owner now. You know. So I just want to jump in, everyone, and you can follow along because we're simply taking this information out of Dennis's book, which is the probably the best rent roll growth book that's ever been written. Um, it's in secret number five, which is calling current clients. If you haven't got the book, get your hands on it. Um, we've already paid for the book, so all you have to do is pay for shipping. We can't get it more cheaper than that. Um, but just go to pmleadsecrets.com. That's PM for property management, lead as in leads, pmleadsecrets.com. Get your copy. But with this podcast, we're very much covering secret number five, which is in page 25. Sorry, Michael, you were saying? I was, was, was going to say that, um, you know, for those that are listening to this, um, there are some, if you're a BDM or you're charged with doing the growth and you know you are starting to do those um, current client calls, um, there is a possibility that some property managers may not be happy with you calling their landlords. And the biggest um, comment feedback we get is because 
the property managers are worried that that owner is going to be unhappy because they haven't spoken to that owner in a while um, and they're scared what the owner's going to say. I don't look at that as, as, as a negative. I think that if your owners are not happy with you, you need to know that because I would much rather you know that there's a problem than you getting a change of management um, transfer form. So have a strategy with your property manager over how the conversation might go and maybe be flexible on what you're saying to that um, to that property to, to the owner, sorry, because you know you, there might be other gold nuggets there. So don't stop that from making don't let them stop you from making a phone call. In the end, um, you know, adding to what Michael's saying, Darren, business owners have employed IGT, they've employed us coaches to give strategies to grow the business. So yes, part of that process, we're going to be, uh, when they're calling the current clients, they're going to bring up, open up some cans of worms where some owners aren't going to be happy. You know, and a property manager might be halfway through resolving it, this, that, and the other. So th there are some cases that's going to be okay. But the majority of the time, owners, they're fed up with that and they want the BDM and they want us to identify this to get things fixed. So um, our job is to then, you know, push and probe the BDM and have those conversations with business owners along the way. All right, let, let's move on. So firstly, we've talked about the right time to call owners on what occasions. Let's now move to the actual phone call. So we've picked up the phone, we've called an owner. What are the, what's the, the scripts, Dennis? And again, you've got scripts in Dennis's book that you can go to, but Dennis, what, give us a sample script that we could be using with an owner when the owner answers the phone. You know, it's simple especially if it's a new BDM, a, a new staff member that you're, you've got calling the office. It's simply, hi, Darren, it's Dennis here from IGT Realty. Uh, I'm the new business development manager or the new client consultant or whatever they're called for IGT Realty. I'm just giving you a call to say hello and introduce myself to you. So my job is assisting in bringing on new um, clients when they call our office. And I wanted to touch base and say hello and introduce myself to you. You know, that that's one angle that you can take. It's just simply connecting, Darren, you know. Uh, and, and along the way, you could also ask them, if you don't mind me asking, why did you sign with IGT Realty? That'll help me understand what I can then help educate other owners. So you're getting them talking about your services. You're getting them talking about the positives of the business, which insight gives you confidence yourself in, in the company you're working for. And along the way, they might just open up and say, you know what, I've actually got another property or, you know, but you could close the conversation because it's just identifying. Darren, really appreciate connecting with you. Do you have any other properties that we could help you with or do you know anyone else that's in need of a, um, you know, a management? So you could just ask right? It's really, really simple. It's building rapport and then just asking him the question. I mean, Michael's, I use Michael's script in the book. That's that's the process that I used to take. Touching base, you have any other um, properties? I, Michael, actually, we did this for a client last week. He just said, hey, can we help you with your other investment? Even if you don't know they've got one. Michael just told um, a new BDM just to go for the juggler. You know, how did you word it, Michael? Or go for the jugular. No, I just say, just call them and just say, you know, how's it going with your other investment property, right? And 
throwing and say, I haven't got another one. Or they're going to say, oh, yeah, that's okay. How do you know about that? But, but suddenly you've identified they've got another property, right? And so this is all about identifying what other potential business do they have access to? And I think, Dennis, you also threw in, who do you know? That because, yeah. because property investors mix with other property investors, probably in other Facebook groups as well, um, and, uh, and know. And if you've done a great job, um, you know, so what's a, a direct question? We, is there any other way we could ask, Dennis, at trying to find if, if they are connected to people yeah that have properties? What's oh, look, it, it, it's Michael's script that I use in the book. So, I mean, I think it's best that he he says it. it's the one where you're asking, is there anything else we could do? You know, um, it's a very good script, that one. The other thing too is like thinking off the cuff, it's like, hey, Dennis, you know, how are you going? I, I see that you're, you're, you have a keen interest in property. I would like to make sure that I keep you up to date with what's happening in the market because no doubt your friends ask you what's happening in the market because they see you as an experienced investor. Am I right? Correct. And, you know, because you can identify it. So I'm going to give you some extra focus over the next 12 months um, and give you all the information you need to share with your friends. And, um, you know, can I ask you one favour? You say yes. And I said, Yeah, I just wrote that down, by the way. When you are talking with your friends, please make sure you mention my name because I would love to help them as much as I'm helping you. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Michael, there's there's another script that you um, do bring up and it's like, it's the favour one where you ring all of your owners and you actually, look, I've just got one favour to ask of you. Can you just refer one client to me this year? So if you've got 100 landlords, you know, that's 200 leads. Yeah, it, that works really well with your contractors, you know, with your tradespeople also. You know, um, Darren, your plumbing business, I've really appreciated doing um business with you the last 12 months you have, you've saved us in many situations and i can't be more appreciative i do have a favor to ask over the next 12 months if you could please just refer one person to me i will be forever in your debt forever grateful um just one person you don't need to go crazy and introduce everyone i mean that would be great but one person introduce me who has an investment property i would thank you forever right and yeah if you ask all your owners all your tradespeople. What's the worst case? You get one, you get 10, you get 100. Hold on. That, that's really, really good. Let's move on, guys. So let's move on to step three now. Is that Once we've identified owners with properties or they're connected to people or whatever, um, we've got to put these into a follow-up system. So how does that work and why is follow-up so important and, and what tools can people be using to, to make sure that there is effective follow-up? You've got to continue to follow up times. Do you and I get off the phone and you forget what I've said? Or you ring me and you forget why you called me. They're the same. Owners, oh, who's that? Who, who you know, you know how many times I speak to people, Darren, and they they can't remember who their property manager is. So you've got to have the follow-up to stay top of mind. That's why it's important to have social media, have the emails, have the phone calls, have the police signs, the letterbox drops, everything. So they, you've got to remind your clients, I'm your property manager. You know, it, it drives me crazy. You've got to have, they are now a funnel. Those landlords you've identified, so you've got to follow them up. They've got to be in a separate funnel. They don't be mixed in the whole lot. You've got to categorise your um, leads and your current clients that are already hot, that you can't get any hotter, 
right? Unless someone's walking in with a, an agency agreement, right? Um, that you may not have even spoken to in show your services. They're already fans. We've got to turn them into raving fans. So you've got to keep calling them. Uh, three months. Every three months is a minimum, I'd say. How many you know? times, though, do we see that someone's kind of, you know, they've given a landlord a potential prospect the love and they get exhausted and they're like, oh, you know what? I spoke to them six, six months ago. They weren't ready yet. And I said, oh, we'll give them a call. Oh, no, we, we decided to give it to ABC Realty because they called us actually the other month and we were, we were ready and like, you know, it was good fees and everything. And you stopped because you thought they weren't ready. It's only yeah. they weren't ready. They started to get their information and they were being educated by somebody else. So yeah. it's all about top of mind, everyone, because you've got to remain top in their mind. So when the problem does come and they go, right, I need a new property manager, they are going to call the person that is foremost in their mind at that time. And it requires a level of consistency to be top of mind. That's just marketing 101. Certainly for my role as a marketer for IGT, top of mind is just so important, everyone. So this is why you've got to have regular follow-up. Um, so it's no different for salespeople. Salespeople keep in regular contact with people out there that have the power to bring them business. So um, well done, guys. Now, what are some things that you could be, when you're doing follow-up, what are some of the reasons or excuses, if you want, that you could be touching base? Well, for what reasons could you be keeping in contact with them on a regular basis or what, what information can you provide that, that client that would be of use to them? Well, we used to, I mean, a number of reasons. We used to um, work out what football team they went for. And, you know, you send them messages, you know, again, you know, Bombers won or Bombers lost. Um, it could be that, you know, you're in the area and there's a property for sale. It's like, hey, or property for rent. I wanted to let you know One Smith Street is up for rent again and they're asking this much. I think that if we do some this to your property or if we were to re-rent your property, you would get this much. Mm. Um just creating awareness, like any any reason. Oh my gosh, did you know that there's an In-N-Out burger opening up in Brisbane? That there's not for people that are listening to this. But <laughs> I, would move, I would move up there for a little bit. All five guys. <laughs> Another yeah. amazing burger chain that Australia doesn't have. Yes, um, but any like it could be the most arbitrary reason. Like mm. you, you um, remember that it's the first week of school hey, wanted to just say congratulations on having some time back, you know. Um, one of the reasons people don't um, talk to agencies during Christmas time is because their kids are all around. But hey, guess what? You have a lot of people now, their kids are back at school and they have time on their hands to think and make decisions. Yeah, also, I, I, it, for legislation changes, that's a really good touch point, isn't it? But with pets coming in or in the obligation for owners that they've got to accept pets and all those sort of topical things that are possibly causing concern that you can call and become the solution expert um, to them. Because if you are providing um, information that is highly useful, that's what creates the magnetism. Um, for them to want to use you because people always drift towards those that they think do it the best. They mm. don't want to go to the deliberate second best or third best if they know that you are better. This is human nature, everyone. And this is magnetic 
marketing. <laughs> I know my friend Dan Kennedy uses that term, but it's all about creating that drawing process and that magnetism by being highly useful. And you're only highly useful when you provide a solution to a problem. Otherwise, it's just noise. So totally. Darren, it's it's like Tim Tams. You think about it, there might be a cheaper brand sitting next to the Tim Tam. The Tim Tam's 30 cents more. You're going to pay that 30 cents more because it's a trusted brand. I mean, yeah. Tim Tams is a bad example because you only buy Tim Tams. There's Tim Tams and then there's others, but you get the point. Yeah, yep, <laughs> certainly do, certainly do. All right, so um, now just before we go on, everyone, I just want to give you an invitation to join Michael and Dennis in the Top Growth Academy. Now, this is group coaching where you can come in and be part of like-minded professionals that also want to grow their rent role. And these are the typical strategies and teaching that you're not only going to be getting directly from Dennis and Michael, but also a level of accountability around that as well. Now, it's not one-on-one -on -one coaching. That is a different level again. But this provides something um, at, a, at, a, uh, at a, a budget that's going to suit just about any office. So just go to IGT membership. Dot com. That's igtmembership.com and join the membership. Now, right now at the recording of this podcast, we're just about to release the Academy. No doubt when you go to igtmembership.com, all the full details will be there and ready to rock and roll. So join us there and you'll be able to go on a, a journey over the next 12 months in, in the Top Growth Academy where you can be getting this type of training at this level and depth. Um, to be growing your rent role and, of course, a level of accountability behind that to push you along. All righty, let's move on, guys. Now, giving an offer, number four, the last step. Dennis, um, I guess at this point, giving an offer, a lot of people going, well, I don't want to go and entice them over by giving um, you know, a, a real big discount on our fees. Dennis, help us with that. Yeah, I mean, a, an offer certainly isn't about, you know, dropping your pants, dropping your fees. That's not, you know, what we talk about. But it's really, you know, you want to offer something where you're really highlighting your point of difference at the same time. So if you're calling a client and you're creating an offer for them, promote your point of difference. As an example, it could be, you know, doing virtual tours, you know, like VTC, or it could be doing video um, routine inspections and ingoing reports through inspection manager or having a streamlined, um, you know, like these are little add-ons, right, that you'll give for free or, or complimentary for the first time, I should say, you know. So for the first let of your property, we'll do a, a, a free virtual tour, um, you know, or of the first two routine inspections, you know, you could have a promotion there offering that. If I can just jump in here, because virtual tours are a, a really good, what we call a wow factor, way to stand out. Now you go, oh, I don't need virtual tours. Well, does that mean you're just doing boring photos just like your competitors? And that's why you're not standing out anything different. It's all about impressing the prospective client. Sure, virtual tours absolutely help. With prospective tenants, um, it, it, it's highly useful to them that they can do a near full inspection of the property at two o'clock in the morning while you're still asleep. But it's showing those to owners and part of your follow-up system to send them emails to show them samples of virtual tours that you've done. So they're fully aware that when you're ready to give an offer, look, Mr. Smith, we'd love to sign you up. If you're able to sign up this week, we'll give you, um, we won't charge you virtual tours 
for the first tenant that we place for you. And I'd really encourage you, if you're not doing it, why not? If you're struggling with people going, well, what are your fees? And you've got no real way to stand out. You need to do virtual tours. Just go to virtualtourscreator.com.au. Have a look at the website there. Have a look at the samples. Get in contact with Tom through the website and just stand out because otherwise owners don't see any difference between you and they're now going to focus on your fee. You are placing a rod on your back by not having effective ways to stand out and doing things radically different from your competitors who are just doing boring photos there. I said it. <laughs> but well, well done, Dennis. I think, you know, hey, look, Mr. Smith, if you're able to sign up by this Friday, we'll give you virtual tours for free on your next tenant. And that could be just enough to get them over that little speed hump. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Um, and you're talking about the legislation stuff um, about when to call them, Darren. I just want to add to it. Watch the media. The media actually gives you information on why to call them. Hey, I know that you would have seen, um, you know, on the news, they're talking about this pet thing. Don't worry, we've got it all under control. Just wanted to let you know. I was just calling you about that. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'll send the article, you know, so you're, you're being that educator. By the way, you know, if anyone does bring over a second property, we're giving them virtual tours for their first let, complimentary. You know, so you're, you can, that's just a way of merging and segmenting both of them together. So, so an, another objection that can come up now that we've gone through the four steps, another objection, oh, I haven't got time to be making these calls. What's your answer to that, guys? <laughs> it's more time banking, right? So, yeah, sometimes these things will take you time at the front end to do it. But like, you know, doing virtual tours or doing videos or having, um, you know, better, better photos that represent the property um, as it should be, you can use this again next time. And you've saved yourself hours. So, I mean, I know like back in 2013, 14, 15, when I was doing virtual tours and video walkthroughs, um, it meant that I could replicate my time. And Darren, like you were saying, um, it'd be two in the morning, someone would be, you know, browsing, find a property they like, go through the virtual tour and see the video walkthrough, uh, apply for the property. I'd wake up in the morning. It'd be already started being processed by our, our um, VAs and it just saved immense time but people say at the moment properties are renting so fast i don't need to use virtual tours but i mean this is another session right mm -hmm. but i i was getting lawyers and doctors and accountants and people from overseas and i was getting higher rents and we had more than twice the amount of people looking at every one of our properties over 84 suburbs um, and we rented properties four times faster so i don't know why you wouldn't want to be doing things that help you get better rent, better tenants, and, um, you know, minimal vacancy periods. But actually, Darren, that said, I am okay if other people in the marketplace do not want to do that, right? If if I was to set up a real estate agency today across the road from a trusted brand, I and I, and I know that a lot of them don't do that, I am okay if they don't want to do it. <laughs> I, I love what you just said. There was a, it was spiked with so many proof statements. And I think we're going to do a podcast just on proof statements because it's worth it. So um, guys, let's wrap this up. I just want to say a big thank you to everyone out there for our first rebranded podcast show with Top Growth, where we're just going to focus on the strategies that get real growth. We're not into fluff. We're not into tofu. We're into delivering real meat 
Um, and that's what IGT is all about. Of course, get Dennis's book, The PM Lead Secrets. Just go to pmleadsecrets.com. We've also set up a second link, which is really easy, Rent Roll Growth Now. Dot com will take you to the same place. We've already paid for the book, everybody. You go, well, I don't want to pay. Well, you don't. All you got to do is pay for shipping. And of course, if you're paying 10 bucks or $20 if you're overseas because of international, um, you've got to pay something because then you're investing in yourself. If we delivered this and paid the shipping as well, I bet you'd get the book, throw it into a corner, and you'd never look at it because it's of no value to you. Once you put value into it and pay your money on it, you're more inclined to pick it up and read it. And that book will completely change your rent roll and you'll be able to grow so many new properties without having to rely on salespeople. So thanks, guys. I think that was a really good first podcast for this rebranded series in the Top Growth Podcast. Of course, everyone join us on the Top Growth Academy, just go to igtmembership.com and we'll see everyone um, in the next episode. Take care. Thanks, Dan.